0: Matt Beebe is the founder and head coach of MyBusinessOnPurpose.com and the host of the Business On Purpose podcast. He liberates small business owners from the chaos of working in their business and helps them get their lives back by articulating and implementing intentional vision Mission, values, systems, and processes. Something all of us business owners are continually striving for and working towards. So, Scott, I'm helping you. I'm hoping that you're going to be able to school our audience and myself today on how we can break free of the chaos that all small business owners and entrepreneurs live in. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome.
1: Well, good, Kelly. I was hoping you wouldn't have me fix your car do something that I can't do. We can do the chaos stuff, but we can't do other things.
0: Perfect, perfect. So I know that obviously you uh, have a very systematic approach to how you are helping people break free of this chaos and and really reconstruct the way that they're running their businesses so that they can have a very different life experience, but also achieve their growth goals. So can you kind of peel um, the onion back with us and, and really start at the very beginning in terms of what you, take a look at and how you evaluate what's happening in a business um, from the start and then kind of how you figure out what steps are going to be necessary to begin this process.
1: Kelly, if you and I were to sit down and just start kind of wrapping about all the different elements of what it takes to run business, we could talk literally for hours, payables, receivables, um, not just marketing in broad scope, but social media, particular channels, those sorts of things. So it, it's an important question that you ask because The questions that need to be asked of a small business owner need not necessarily to be around strategy because strategy shifts. What works today won't work tomorrow, Um, but they need to be more rooted in principle. And so there's really two questions, might throw some folks off a little bit, but there's two questions uh, that are very diagnostic for us. Um, So imagine that, and and, and you're a coach, so you get this, but imagine that you're a doctor walking into an exam room um, and uh, tough metaphor because that's not what most of us get really excited about, but you kind of get the metaphor. So go with me here for a second. And so you walk into an exam room and we want to ask some very diagnostic questions, some things principally that can give us a broad scope of where the business is at, um, in, in general terms. And so the first two questions we ask every single business owner, number one, do you have a vision story? Do you have a detailed snapshot of the future of where your business is going and typically the answer is no they've got some dreams and ideas but it's never been articulated and and quite frankly Kelly it's never been articulated in detail and so when we mean in detail we're literally talking two three four pages worth of detail around financials personnel product and service culture client type the duration all of those sorts of things and so that's the first question we ask the second question we ask Um, may really throw people for a curve because it's one of the things that people hate the most in business. And the question is, are you having a consistent agenda driven leader led team meeting? And usually the answer is, well, we have team meetings, but you know, we might meet this week and then we won't meet for a few weeks. And then, you know, so it's very haphazard. And so those are the two first diagnostic questions that we ask Kelly. And the reason is, is because if you don't know where you're going, the proverbs are very clear that you're just going to be scattered. The whole team will be scattered. In fact, I heard you on one of your YouTubes talking about how grateful you are for your team. Well, one of the reasons you're probably grateful for your team is because they're not scattered. Um, They're they're very focused on a vision that you've set forward. Now, the back end of that is if you know where you're going from a vision standpoint, then just like any good relationship, you got to have a means of communication and it's got to be a means of regular communication. So if Ashley, my wife and I, we decide that we're going to talk tonight, but then we're not going to talk again for three weeks and then maybe the next night and then two months. And that's a very erratic um, communication schedule for us. And so what we want to do is discipline ourselves to actually talk every night. Now, I don't expect Uh, teams to meet every day, but to have a regular, consistent, pretty frequent team meeting around a specific agenda with action items. Those are the first two questions we start with.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. And it's really amazing because I, I, and I talk about this on the show all the time, I think leadership absolutely is right there up at the top of the list in terms of the most important entrepreneurial skill sets for success. And it's always seemed to be an afterthought that never even crosses the mind of most people. They don't think of themselves as leaders. They don't think of themselves as CEOs. And it's only when they have a team and that team starts underperforming and things get very chaotic, and disorganized and dysfunctional that they then realize slowly along the way, like, hey, wait a minute, you know, maybe it's not them. Maybe they actually need structure, guidance, feedback, communication. You know, I always talk about, you know, the the leader has to kind of put the the bumpers on the bowling lane, right? Because (laughs) without that, your team can only perform to the level of cleanliness of the structure, direction, and, and strategy that you give them, right?
1: There's no doubt. You you mentioned bumpers in a bowling lane. That's what we call our unique core values. And so we actually don't really subscribe to standard core values, integrity, respect. Of course, we subscribe to those things. But when we actually lay them out, if your core values are integrity, respect, honesty, excellence, et cetera, you know, Kelly, at the end of the day, I kind of hope. Kind of hope we all value those. Mm-hmm. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you don't value those or I don't value those, I, I really don't expect you to do business with me right. um, in that respect. So what we're going after, what those bumpers are for us or what we call unique core values. These are things like we had a concrete contractor that we work with and one of his core values mm-hmm. is clutch performance. Now, from your personality, uh, you're pretty driven. So you might value clutch performance. Kelly, I don't like, I'm not a last second shot kind of guy. I get real anxious on that kind of stuff and it doesn't, it sucks the life out of me. Mm -hmm. And so he values clutch performance. Well, guess what? He's in the concrete business. You kind of have to in that business. For me, I don't value, I value early preparation. I value walking into the room, feeling very, very prepared and not really going after a lot of these uh, bombshells at the end, uh, you know, at the end of the game. And so what we're uh, really push for in those bumpers on the bowling lane, as you mentioned, we call them curbs on the side of the road that takes you to your vision story are the unique core values. And if you've got those set out in the structure of a team meeting towards the direction of a vision story, oh my goodness, the clarity that happens within a team in that moment, but it takes work. You know, I heard you, uh, you interviewed, I think it was John Lee Dumas, one of your very first podcasts And he had mentioned in that where it was after three years, you know, zero to $33 million or whatever, but it was a lot of work. Seth Godin says, I'm an overnight success and it only took me 14 years to get here.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I want to dial back to something that you just said because I, I completely agree. So you started off and you said it was really about, do you have a vision? Do you have a clear direction of where this business is going? Uh, which, which obviously is going to guide all the right decisions. And I, I tend to think that most people do not. And, and mm-hmm. I think that that's something that obviously you're starting with the foundation of, having something at the core that drives every thought, every decision, every behavior there's probably a lot of people listening that are like, hmm, I really don't have that vision. Um, You know, I know I want to get to a certain dollar mark or I know I want to, you know, not be able to struggle to pay the bills or I want to be able to take time off. But we're talking about vision for, you know, the direction of the company and the business. How do you help someone construct that? Like for our listeners today, if they feel like they've been lacking in that area, where would they start and how would they kind of begin to put that together?
1: All right, so if... Anybody listening wants to get out a sheet of paper, I'm going to walk you through the exact seven uh, metrics or steps that we walk clients through. I mean, literally, I'm just going to kind of give the template here because I think it'll be really helpful. And by the way, Kelly, um, we're very convicted that life and business interact. They, they, they cross over. So uh, you've got to be a, a, a real peculiar, peculiar human being to have something massive happen at home and you not be able to bring that into work with you I and vice said. versa something big happens at work, you're going to take that home. And so we don't just subscribe to a vision for your business. We've actually got a section within that that's called the family freedom section because we want the vision of your family or your personal life or whatever, to merge with the with the vision of your business and so the first place you start is you got to start with the duration so and and it's kind of tough it's not really magical you just kind of have to get this sense of when I think of a detailed snapshot of the future of my business how far out is that Now, historically, we have seen in the research we've done, even going back to biblical research because vision is age old. So you go back to the historical literature, you see this. A lot of visions are kind of between a six-month and a six-year period because especially today, it's lightning-fast culture. If you write out a 10-year vision, 15-year vision, oh my goodness, I mean, life completely changed. We've just sent our oldest daughter off to 11th grade, and I told my wife last night, I can visualize what she was wearing, what she looked like the first day I took her into kindergarten, whatever, mm-hmm. 15, 12 years ago. And, and so it's like, it's a snap. It's so fast. And so if you can have a vision story that is within six months, 18 months, three years, four years, something like that, it's going to be much more tangible. Mm-hmm. And again, the importance of the vision is there's a, uh, there's a Jewish prophet who uh, actually pinned this. He said, Write the vision down so that those who read it may run because when you write down the duration and the other six things I'm about to give you, what it does, Kelly, is it forces people to either run towards your vision or run away from your vision. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you know, Kelly, if you called me and said, Hey, let's hop in the car, let's go. My first question is where we're we going. And if you told me we're going to like a, a waste dump in a really remote town, I am probably not going to get in the car with you. That doesn't excite me. And so I'm going to run away from your vision. But if you said, hey, we're going to take all of our families and we're going to go down to Disney and we're going to have a big time, I'm more likely to hop in and run towards your vision at that time. So we want to set a term for what that snapshot looks like. And then to draw the snapshot out, we're going to start with our family and freedom. So within that term, let's just say for, for kicks, it's two years, within that term, What specifics do we want our family and our freedom to look like? So if we started with our family, for instance, in our vision, Ashley and I want to set one date night once a week uh, locally. That's literally in our vision story is a date night once a week locally. And uh, for a while, we even had the day. But with kids and activities, we have to kind of maneuver that every week. Uh, also we put very specific things in there over spring break. We want to take a domestic trip and we've actually named some cities over the summer. We travel globally to do some non-governmental work with our family, uh, in Nigeria and in the Southern part of Italy with refugees. And so we've literally got that letter out in our family section within our vision of what that looks like duration, when that's going to be. Now, is it going to be exactly right, Kelly? No, it's not, but it's going to get us closer and we know we're heading towards it. And that's what we're interested in. And the same with the freedom section of your vision. Do you want to work eight, you know, seven days a week? Most people don't. And so if you want to work four days a week, then go ahead and write that down in your vision. And let's start scheduling for that. Um, So we lay all that out. So the duration, the family freedom, the third section is your financials. Now, I want to plug a book that's not my own. Um, Never even met the guy, but it is a revolutionary book. It's called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Any small business owner needs to go buy the book and go read the book. Um, It is a powerful book. Oh, and then implement the book. (laughs) So read it, implement it. Um, The five bank accounts, do it. We've been doing it uh, for a while now and it has revolutionized um, the way that we look at money within the business. And so here's the bottom line with the book. In the financial section of your vision, start with profit. Kelly, I really don't care how much somebody makes in their total revenue. It does not um, it, it, it really doesn't interest me. What I'm really interested in is what's the take home triple net out of the gate profit. I'm talking about bare bones. Everything's paid. Taxes are gone. It's all gone. I want to know what the profit is. And this sobered me, Kelly, cause we were working with a company. It's a $4 million annual revenue company. And at the end of the year, all they were able to show in the bank account was about 30 grand. Uh. And it was so depressing. Horrible. And so within the last few years now, they've upped it and they've got about 200,000 um, from last year's. And so we were able to maneuver that. It's not a big deal. It just takes a lot of discipline to be able to do that. But you've got to start with profit. How much profit do you want to make? Then how much does it cost to run the type of business that you want? That's going to tell you what your total revenue is. So I'm not really interested in top line revenue out of the gate. I want to know how much profit you can make and then we can back in into that. So so far, duration, family freedom, financials. Kelly, does that all make sense?
0: Oh so much. And I and I absolutely love it. And you know, we've we've talked about the the difference between having the clarity and writing things down and actually having a vision that you're moving towards versus these vague kind of general. I think most people are much more clear on what they don't want than they are on what they do want. And I (laughs) love the detail and the specificity of how you're helping people lock into exactly what it is that they're moving towards.
1: Yes. And I want to make sure, again, if you don't have a piece of paper out, get a piece of paper out, write this stuff down because now it does take time We are big on implementation. Joe Calloway said, implement or excuse me, a vision without implementation is hallucination. So we could go through all of this. Mm -hmm. You don't write this down and it's just kind of a waste of time. So please don't waste this time. Write this down. So those are the first three things. The fourth thing is we want to draft out. What does your product and service look like? If we know where you want to go financially, we know where you want to go in a freedom family standup and we know how long it's going to take for you to get there because of a duration. Let's go ahead and write down two categories within this. What are your existing products and services? And then what are your future products and services? And by the way, just as a guideline, try not to be that 172 item Chinese buffet menu in the products and services that you offer niche down, draw this thing down, become the expert in one or two specific areas as you think about this. But you're starting to see how all this builds because If you realize you write out your products and services and those services aren't going to be able to get you to your vision financially, then you're not going to be able to get to your family and freedom goals in the duration that you've set. So that's why we got them laid out like that. And so the next category after product and service is actually going to be your personnel. Who's it going to take to, to, uh, to deliver the products and services to get you to the financials, to get you to the family and freedom in the duration of time. And again, you can Boil this down to existing team members and future team members. So if you've got two or three team members right now, write those down. And then the future team members is what roles, by the way, not people, uh, we follow a principle we call role first, people agnostic. I love people, but I don't want to look at a person and say, hey, you person would be a great fit in this business. I want to look at the business and I want to ask the business, what role do you need business? And then I will go find a person to fill you the role. And so we start with those roles first and then, and then we go to people. It actually makes us more humane and more compassionate towards people when we've got a role filled out first. So it's just opposite of what we would normally think. So that's the personnel. Then we move into the next category and that's the client type. Kelly, who do we want to serve with the people we have on the team to the, uh, with the products that we deliver to get the financials that we want to have the family and freedom that we desire? in the duration of time that we've set. And then the final category is the culture. So Kelly, if I were to walk into your business 18 months from now, or 24 months from now, when I walk in, basically when we get to the culture piece, we're answering this question. What do I want people to say about the business when they walk in the door, either the virtual door or the actual brick and mortar door? And you start to line out those adjectives, those descriptives within the culture. Be very specific, don't say uh, happy. Um, That's too broad. Say we want people or we want customers to see our team uh, going out of their way to smile and laugh. That, that would be a great culture piece instead of just happy, bright, fun, whatever. Be descriptive, be, be intentional about what you see. Because remember, this is your vision and vision compels, vision draws, vision pushes away, vision attracts and it divides. And so the more detail you have in your vision, the more clarity you're giving people to make the decision. Do they want to run towards your vision or do they want to run away?
0: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I I think everything that creates chaos also ties back to complexity. And I think (laughs) everything that you're going over here is basically saying, peel away all the BS, focus in on what you really want, get clear on what you're going to actually sell serve and do in order to get there and, yes. and get rid of all the exterior stuff I, I think so many people are doing so much more than they actually need to be and what you're doing here is you're you're really like zipping it up and and giving those pillars and saying now you can mm-hmm. easily make every decision that you need to make about what to do or what not to do in your business because you have this one core set of principles that you keep coming back to over and over again
1: Kelly, we do ourselves no favors when we have a vision statement that sounds like this: "I, Kelly Roach, want to live in a land of unicorns and jelly beans and offer, you know, flowing rivers of milk and honey to all sorts of people around the world." I mean, that's kind of a typical, and I'm—I know I'm using hyperbole a little bit, but that's kind of a typical vision story. That doesn't help anybody. Um, in fact, if anything, it's kind of so vanilla we just kind of shrug our shoulders and move away. But when you've got detail, now you're forcing me to make a decision. You're forcing me to go, oh my, yes, I'm in. Or you're forcing me to say, ah, not interested. And it's nothing personal. It's just I don't value what you value in the vision that you've laid out. And so no offense, let's go find people who do value it and get them on the team.
0: I, I love it and I love how you said at the beginning it's gonna send people running right it's either yeah it's that's either, okay I'm in or i'm out and 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 I think that's part of why uh many people struggle with hiring the wrong people because of that lack of clarity and blurriness you're either attracting the wrong people or bringing in the wrong people and then everyone's like surprised and shocked and upset that it doesn't work out
1: right? yes so, Kelly we've found that ninety percent of the time the reason a team member doesn't work out is not the team member.
0: Uh, Absolutely. It's the owner. Couldn't agree more. You're, you're talking my language here, Scott. Well, listen, <laughs> I could literally continue this conversation all day long, but I want to be respectful of your time and I know you are ready to hop on your next call. So this is incredible. And I know we, we only got a chance to like scrape the surface. Where can people go to connect with you to learn more about your business and how you're helping people escape the chaos and to take this a step further?
1: So this is great timing because two weeks ago we just um, redid our entire vision story module. Um, and so what we've done, it's a part of our larger coaching program, but we've actually put it up completely uh, for free. If Here's all we ask of people is implement. If you want to go get it, we love it. Thank you. But implement it. And so if you want to do that, if you want to put in the work, it's going to take you about an hour to an hour and a half. If you want to put in the work and you want to draft a vision story because you know it's crucial, just go to mybusinessonpurpose.com forward slash vision. So mybusinessonpurpose.com forward slash vision, like literally we've held nothing back. It is the exact same module that we've got in our master coaching plan um, in, in what we call the four steps to business freedom. So it's there. The template comes with it. Uh, and if anybody wants to have that to work through, to really drill down a vision story for your business and quite frankly, for your life, it's there. All you got to do, we, we we say just add implementation. Instead of just add water, just add implementation.
0: Love it. Absolutely perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. This was awesome. It's such a good reminder and refocusing for everyone and for the resource. And one more time, where can they go to get that?
1: Yeah. So it's mybusinessonpurpose.com forward slash Vision and Kelly, I cannot thank you enough, not just to be here. Thank you so much for that, but for the work that you're doing, for the work that you're putting into this, you don't just wake up on a Monday for an hour, put in some work and go to bed the rest of the week. So I realize how hard this is. For you to put in the works, I I I just want to say thank you for that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Scott. You were such a great guest today. I know our listeners got so much value. And guys, go get the vision mapping plan and put it to use, just like Scott said. Thank you so much for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. Thank you to you, Scott. And until next time, I want to remind you all to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much.